0: What's the name of the podcast, JB?
1: Nigga, is you deaf? It's a pod named Kickback. A pod named Kickback. It's like a Tribe Called Quest. You You say the whole thing.
0: (laughs) Welcome to a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN. And a revolution will will be be televised. televised. I'm no breaks new with a righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday. we right back at it. I Am The Black Savage. <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? It's JB Frank.
1: I'm that gangster geek representing NWA Nerds with Attitude. Happy Matter Day again. Hey,
0: so yeah. we're coming to y'all on Saturday because right. we couldn't wait. There was a lot going on and we had to address it now. The mm-hmm. episode will be out on Patreon tonight. Tomorrow, it'll be up everywhere else on Monday, of course. Right. This episode is called Trigger Warning. Because we're gonna get into some topics that I know we all are gonna be triggered by. Um, we're leading with love. This is not a, a argue session, this is a solution based session. But we have some things we need to discuss and we know that everybody's gonna, you know, have an opinion, a strong opinion, an emotional opinion, and we're gonna do our best to take as much emotion out of it as we can right, right. to have this intellectual conversation because it's very much so needed. And I want to start with what's going on with Gail King, her interview with Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant, uh, the backlash from that, and the support from that, and the backlash for anyone who's come against Kobe after his untimely demise, and the support that's come for them. Right. So I started this way. If you've been living under a rock and haven't been on my Facebook page, because I've been debating, arguing, and discussing this all week, um, Gail King did an interview with Lisa Leslie. A uh, one-minute clip of that interview was released. In that one-minute clip, it showed her asking questions about Kobe Bryant's rape uh, case. And when Lisa Leslie tried to move on past it, saying she didn't see Kobe as that type... Gail actually went on to say, "Well, you wouldn't see him as that type because he's your friend." Lisa Leslie went on to make different points about why she didn't see Kobe in that light. Gail went on to speak about why she should see him in that light. Lisa Leslie ultimately asked her to drop it. Journalists need to leave it alone. Gail said, "Well, yeah, is there even anything we need to even be bringing up at this point?" And Lisa Leslie. Uh, you know, counter with you had this was 17 years ago. Right. You had 17 years. Right. I'm making it a big deal now that he's dead when you could have talked to him when he was alive. I'm saying that to say, and I want to uh, paint one more picture. Uh, Gail King's co host, former co host, Charlie Rose, was accused of sexual abuse, sexual assault, rape. And she went on to say she doesn't see him that way. And there's two sides to every story. And that's how she views it she didn't have that same compassion for Kobe. She didn't have that same compassion for Vanessa and the girls and the rest of the Kobe Bryant family that's still alive. She didn't, did not have that same compassion for his friends and supporters and fans. Um, and we were pissed about that. And a lot of people spoke out. Bill Bellamy spoke out. Uh, uh, Lil Boosie spoke out. Snoop Dogg spoke out It was the most controversial he called her a doghead bitch. He threatened to have somebody come get her if she didn't stop disrespecting Kobe and his family. And that's uh, ultimately where we are. People that were, you know, angry at Snoop for his response to what she did. People that were angry at Gail for her response to what she did. People who were not angry with Gail for her uh, questioning, people who were not angry with Snoop for his response. And we wound up here. Um, we're gonna, I'm giving you the overview we're going to go and dissect every piece of this matter of fact before I go any further let's start with the interview with Lisa Leslie JB um, let's start just with your thoughts on that one interview we're going deep this is a deep dive so sit down get comfortable get your popcorn we're going to have a real conversation y'all this isn't a one minute topic we're going to talk
1: yeah, um, in terms of the interview, I felt like this is one of those situations where um, Gail should have been. I'm, I'm just, I'm just put it point blank. news. she should have been more racially loyal um, because Kobe Bryant. Um, is a legend. Kobe Bryant is a world icon. And I'm using the word, word is because even though he's gone, that impact has not faded, you know, with his passing. You know so what I'm saying? On. So um you know, him being one of the most famous individuals ever to walk the earth means that there are gonna be plenty of white journalists around who are gonna talk about what happened in his past and gonna dissect his life, right? Why does Gail King need to do that? And why does she need to do it in the way that she did? You know, it didn't inflame me, it didn't enrage me new, but I just felt like really, like really, like, You didn't need to do that. You really didn't need to do that at all. There are going to be plenty of people for us to be annoyed with who are going to bring up these negative aspects of Kobe's legacy, if you will, if you even want to call it that. There are plenty of people who are gonna do that. Why, Gail, do you need to do that? Um, it feels a little more personal because it hits home more new. This is a black woman doing this, you know what I'm saying? So that makes it a little more painful for us. Um, and I can understand that, and I can understand that frustration. And again, I think it was just in bad taste, and it, it's one of those things that she'll probably regret. It'll be one of those moments in her career where she's like, "Mm, probably shouldn't have done that. What do you think
0: about her apology? Um, I I think... I don't know if you call it an apology, but her explanation. Yeah, I mean,
1: the the explanation to me is bullshit because to me it's just something that shouldn't have been done to begin with. So there isn't really any justifying. You, you can't really justify something you do in bad taste. <laughs> unless, unless you yeah. just say, oh, well, you know, I was being an asshole. And it's like, okay, well, you were being an asshole. That's the only real way to explain
0: that, Um, because that's what it was. Yeah, um, I didn't like what she did, I didn't like what she said, I didn't like the line of questioning, I didn't like the follow-up. When they released what we think is the full video is about five, six minutes, I counted a minute, 45 seconds of that was about Kobe's rape case. Yeah. If you're doing a piece on a tribute to Kobe, or a piece on the life of Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, one-fourth of that, you know, should not be solely based on his rape case, um, he did so many other things in his career, you know, You know, growing up in Italy, learned, being fluent in three, four languages, coming back to the United States, you know, growing up the son of a basketball player, coming back here, graduating, you know, from high school, going straight to the league, uh, winning championships with the Lakers with and without Shaq, um, you know, supporting WNBA, winning Olympic gold medals, winning an Oscar. There is so much to talk about that if you're doing a, a five-minute interview, Two thirds of that two fifths of that excuse me shouldn't that be based on his alleged rape case yeah,
1: I mean, and it was only five minutes, so why are any parts up, of that why are any parts of that related? I mean you're talking about a man who had an illustrious career you could do it you could do an hour interview just talking about his basketball career alone you got five minutes why are you going to spend damn near two uh, right you're right you're absolutely right why? Like, what's the, what is the goal of that? What is the purpose of that? It's certainly not to
0: venerate Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, JB. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate it. But I, it didn't make me hate her. It didn't make me want to kill exactly, her. Exactly, exactly. Um, I think she caught a lot of extra flat because of what Oprah's done with the Russell Simmons doc. Yes. And what Oprah did with the Michael Jackson doc. Yes. And people are lumping Oprah and Gill together. Yeah. And just, it's a lot of venom going to get Oprah and Gil Yeah. as one human. Mm-hmm. Damn near. Oprah was on TV saying, you know, she did the crocodile tears. Gill is going through so much. She's been threatened and, and all this shit. And I'm like, I mean, I saw the threat, so I can't deny it. And I don't approve of what Snoop said. Um, I didn't like what Snoop said. I felt him, and it's not like I'm gonna be holier than thou. Like I never cuss a motherfucker out or threaten a motherfucker or put my hands on a motherfucker. But um, I didn't know if it warranted that. Right. And I didn't like that, um, because she is an old woman. You can say let old ideas die with old people. We'll, we'll let Gil go on and you know when she goes on and we're not gonna worry about her opinion. Fuck her opinion. But calling her a bunch of bitches and and you know and insinuating that something can happen to her, I didn't really like that. I don't like for in the public light for black men to call black women names, older black women especially. Especially, yeah. And it just doesn't look good. It didn't yeah. feel good. Nope. It it shocked me. Like I laughed when I first saw, it. I was like, oh shit. Like damn. Like Snoop went. Like God. Like, oh shit. And um, when I thought about it, I was like, I mean, it was shocking, um, but it wasn't good shocking. You know what I mean? No. It was just kind of like, ah, Snoop.
1: That's exactly how I felt when I saw when I saw his comments, when I saw the little video he put out, new. It was just like, oh two wrongs don't make a right, my G. You know, like, right. that's literally what I felt like. Two wrongs don't make a right. She was disrespectful in her interview. Turning around and disrespecting her in such a a a vehement and, and loud and kind of outlandish way, um, it just inflames this whole situation even more. Um, I can understand his outrage and why he would feel that way, but they're just, again, you know,
0: cooler heads need to prevail. Yeah, even Berger said, yeah, he was out of line, but he was very close to Colby, but it still was definitely not Mm -hmm, cool. mm -hmm. And I I look at a lot of times, um, it's it's a mourning process, and people that are mourning don't always have the most rational responses. Uh, We lost H, rest in peace, big homie, um, a few months ago. If someone would have brought up something in his past, you know, a week after he died, I'd have been like, fuck you, bitch, I would have went off. Yeah. Like, like don't don't yeah. talk about my folks. Right. Like, fuck you. Right. And that's how I, I, I granted Snoop, I guess, asylum. I'm not uh, condoning it. Right. But I do think it was wrong. But I can understand having a visceral response to someone speaking ill of a loved one that passed away recently. Yeah. I can understand you just kind of getting beside yourself and, you know, I understand it. I, I would like. I. I'm pretty sure I've done it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and let's not forget how close to this tragedy we are, folks. This is what still, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. It's Kobe not. He isn't in
0: the ground. He hasn't been buried.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like this isn't. This like this isn't. This is still hitting home for people who were really, really close to him. This is still it's real and for, for live. home for fans
0: that never met him. Well, yeah. It's still hitting home for everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so those types of visceral emotional reactions we should expect, but we should also expect a little more decorum and respect out of especially... Our journalists, you know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, the racial line exists and is real, right? So to have a black woman step up and do this. About Kobe again makes it even more sort of this uh, really it, it stings a lot more it stings a lot more um, you know and again um, the comments didn't anger me to the point where I wanted to call her outside her name and this that and the third but. Cooler heads needed to prevail on her part, too. Like um, She could have just went another way with those five minutes news. She really could have. And it could have been more impactful and a much more powerful
0: interview. Yeah, she didn't have to get personal with it, you know, questioning Lisa Leslie. I'm sure Lisa Leslie was like, I'm just here to talk about my friend and honor him. And now you're, well, you you don't see it because you're his friend. And now she got to defend herself. You know, and I, I think about Vanessa Bryant, the real victim in all of this. You know, and those little girls, his daughters, 17, 3, and 1, that are gonna to have to hear this and see this. And it doesn't mean that she could not ask him any question. I mean, ask Leslie. She could have asked Lisa Leslie that question and stopped there But Lisa Leslie gave an answer. She pushed and pushed and probed.
1: Um yeah, you're right trying about to that. almost
0: get Lisa Leslie to change her answer. And and we it's documented that uh she didn't do that with Charlie Rose. She said that I, there are two sides to every story in the Charlie Rose rape case, her friend, and she's going to wait and see and all this other bullshit. Um, but she didn't do that with Kobe. There wasn't two sides to every story with Kobe. There was nah. one side, and it was the side of the uh, alleged victim. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, she just kept going in on the case and kept dipping in the details and all of the. Oh well, you know, so and so. Technically, yeah. And that. The, technically, the 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 you know the case was raw because the witness wouldn't come forward and blah and blah. And I'm like, yeah. why? Like, why are we? Like, why are y'all talking about this right, right now? And
0: I don't want to um, do more victim blaming, but nah. th- there's a reason that the woman dropped the case. I mean, w- when you find that there are four, five, six different. S- uh, uh, traces of semen from different men in her, on her, in a 24-hour period. You, you start to wonder, like, well, shit, you were raped and then you fucked six other people. Wait a minute, that sounds yeah. like you had something going on in that hotel. Right. There was right. there was you know like, right. like there, there was a job. Yeah, you mean, had two jobs uh, there. Yeah, and, it's, and, um, it's, and it's, that, it's that can't be lost. If we're gonna hold Kobe to this standard, we gotta hold the the accuser to that same standard. Yeah. And I also want to go into um, something where Colby basically said, um, This is something I learned with the Me Too movement. Um, shout out to the women in my life who have taught me this. Um, I, I do understand that there's a situation where a man and a woman could, could be dating, and a woman could not want to have sex, but don't want to make him mad, don't want to ruin the night, don't want to mess up next week's vacation. So they have sex with the man. He doesn't know there's a problem. He doesn't know she doesn't want to do it. He's just like, I want to have sex. And she's like, okay, cool. And she wakes up the next day kind of like, I didn't want to do that, but I didn't want to have on no drama, and now I have an attitude, now. I feel a way. And that is what they, they're calling now sexual coercion or whatever the fuck, which I don't necessarily buy into. But I do buy into this concept that I can acknowledge that, well, shit, I guess if she said she didn't want to do it, she didn't want to do it, we still did it. But maybe I pressured her a little bit. Maybe I, I, I sucked my teeth when she said she wasn't in the mood. And maybe that made her get in the mood. And I got to take responsibility for that. And I'll apologize for that. But that doesn't mean I'm apologizing for raping somebody.
1: Yeah, so you, when well, Kobe you said, didn't do that. She
0: saw it differently. I didn't do anything. I didn't see it that way. But obviously, she did. So I apologize for her discomfort and her confusion in the situation and me not being hip enough to see all the signs. That doesn't mean he admitted he did it. I don't want y'all niggas to stop saying that dumb shit. He did not admit to raping that girl. He admitted to not reading all the signs properly because obviously she feels a way. So obviously he missed the big sign. And women have told me straight up, a lot of times we don't even tell you. It ain't worth the hassle. And I've sat down with several women and had this discussion. Um, and I and I've, all, I've said to them, well, we've done it together. And I've said to them, like, if you don't tell us, how will we know? So the whole notion that because he apologized for how she interpreted their experience isn't an a, 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 a admission of guilt.
1: It's certainly not an an admission of sexual abuse of any of any kind. Um, Number one. Um, Number two, and and more importantly, new. um, I, I think that in talking about Kobe Kobe Bryant and talking about Kobe Bryant's legacy right now, like to be real with you, like this line of discussion is in my opinion the last thing that sh- that people should be talking about in, at, at all as it relates to Kobe Bryant at this oh, which, point and that's the part that's more frustrating to me than anything else like we we are deliberating facts over something that happened what um, 17 when, years ago when his, when his wife was pregnant with their first child or something like that according yeah. to my math you know so we are airing all of this Bullshit! All of this dirty laundry that his children might be blessed to not even really fully be aware of in any way, shape, or form. You know this, that's that's what makes this bad, people. You know, um, and that's why like we we really need to move on from this line of discussion as it relates to Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Um,
0: yeah, especially if we're not doing this across the board, because we can dig into Gail's past, we can dig into Oprah's past we can dig into my past, we can dig into JB's past. Um, and, and the time when someone dies isn't the exact time to do that. Exactly I can right. promise you on the day that Oprah Winfrey dies, I'm not going to mention how she smoked crack and was a prostitute. That's not going to come up that day or that week or the following 2-3 weeks. That's not going to come up. I have more class and decorum than that. And I hate to use Oprah as my example, but you know she's close to Gale and I think it would drive the point home. At right. least I, I hope it would. Right. Um, so we, we figured out a couple things here, family. One, Gail was wrong for her line of questioning. We don't know why she did it, chasing stats, chasing numbers, or just being a bitch. We don't know why. Snoop was wrong in his response. You don't have to attack women that yes. way, especially elderly black women, even if they sell sellouts. You don't have to do that in front of the world. That's not the best example. Um, we also know that uh, Kobe has, has a uh, what would be perceived to be a complicated history because of things that people won't let go. Now, I know that I was accused of, uh, well, just an accusation. Never went to anything beyond that. But a woman accused me of, well, it was, it was, the term was rape, but we never had sex. And I didn't do anything but kiss her. And it was laughable, and nobody took it seriously, and it was done. If you bring that shit up on a day I die, after everything that I've done in my life, you bring up this dumb bitch's little weird claim that didn't go anywhere because her friends and her family laughed her out, like, what the fuck are you talking about? If you bring that up, well, technically it happened, then I'm going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, really? Yeah, what are we talking
1: about right now? And why are we talking about, like, what? <laughs> like, right, right, what? right. Not, like, not, not a
0: conviction, not an admission of guilt, just some shit. I could say right now, yeah, I heard Gail uh is fucking Oprah. You gonna bring that up on the day she dies? We've all heard that rumor. It ain't true. It ain't substantiated. Well, it could be true, but it's not substantiated. Yeah, I you don't have any proof. You're gonna bring that up on the day she dies. It's just it's just ridiculous. And um moving on from that point. I started to see JB Online where people were saying that when um, one of those dumbass articles comes out, black men are the white people of our race, this one said that black men were not angry with Gail because she attacked Kobe. We really just hate black women, and that was just an opportunity for us to go at black women. First of all, fuck that article, and fuck anybody dumb enough to believe that. And I can't say it no, in a nicer way. I'll be Snoop right now. Fuck you for being that stupid to think that. Gale? Uh, Snoop fussing at Gail and Gail being, you know, adversarial to Kobe Bryant's memory does not mean I hate black women. Right. Me feeling a way about that does not mean I hate black women. That is a straw man argument. You can't tie them together.
1: No, no. I mean, honestly, you can't you can't even really tie the invective at Gail to hatred of Gail. Uh I mean you, you can right. only tie it to hatred uh, for her commentary. Like <clears throat> When did we drop into this parallel universe where um, if I address a grievance about somebody's wrongdoing, then all of a sudden I hate all people of that of that group or that gender or that mix or whatever. And uh, number one, I don't hate Gail. Number two, I definitely don't hate women. And number three, I'm just mad at Gail. Like I can't I can't. I can't be mad at her for what she said. All of a sudden, I JB? all black women. All of a sudden, I hate all black women. You know, including the ones that I've dated, married, had children with, supported, Being raised by, yeah, like supported you know it's it's just a ridiculous kind of comment and i grow sick of hearing those types of generalized comments because people don't realize how harmful and how inflammatory they are i don't know i don't know i don't know what the advantage is in making that kind of statement i don't know how that benefits you know like where where are we going it helps with to this? demonize
0: black men because I, I saw a sister, and and I hope she's watching. She made a post saying, "No, nobody was threatened except the, the Gail, the black one. You, black men only threatened Gail, and no other white reporter was threatened. And that's fucked up. And it shows that black men hate black women. And so I did a simple Google search. I'll tell you what it was. I said, "Journalists threatened after Kobe." Those are the only words I use. They be journalists threatened after Kobe. I typed that into Google and I came up with four other white journalists who've been receiving death threats for after bringing up Kobe's uh, rape case. So, it, so her post was a total lie. It was, it was it, total ignorance. She just said it because she felt it. She had nothing to back it up with. Because, and, and I screenshotted it and put it on her post. Now, like, well, here are four white people who have been threatened behind this. W- what made you think it was only black men threatening yeah. this one black woman?
1: Yeah, you got to be careful making those kind of declarative statements to back up your argument, especially if you haven't done the work and the research to at least look up a smattering of facts. I mean, those types of generalized situations or and statements are what get us in trouble. Because not only are you saying that kind of shit out loud, like you actually sort of kind of believe it, which is even worse. Because that means that you're one of us. You're one of our black women walking around thinking that half of your people hate you. Like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? Like, that's why this is so counterproductive, and that's why this doesn't make any sense. Like, ladies, ladies, my beautiful queens, think about what you're saying when you say that. You are literally saying out loud that half of your people hate you. Like, I mean, is that something that you really believe? I I find it hard to believe that, like, they actually believe that. These women who were raised by fathers, protected by uncles, you know, counseled by brothers, believe that black men hate
0: black women, you know? And I do know, ladies, because I've talked to you in detail via Facebook, via phone, everything. I know that there are a lot of dumb niggas out there, and there are a lot of Low-brow niggas that's just yeah on some bullshit. Yeah. And they are as bad as you say they are. Absolutely. I believe you. Absolutely. I believe you. I believe you. It's just not all of us. And if you don't believe that, great for you. I'm telling you the posts I've seen that are saying it's all of us. I'm speaking about that. That's what's problematic. If you say it's a ton of black men that did this, that, that, I would have an issue with that, but I'd be like, okay, if you say, you know, there are quite a few that think this and that, i probably believe you a little more. If you say, I know a handful, i totally buy in. But when you say it's all, I, I can't buy into that, sis, and I won't, because that's just you demonizing us. You're saying that we hate black women, and that's why we, we're mad at Gail. When in reality, you're demonizing us with no proof that we hate black women, because you hate us. I say that again. You think we're the white men of our race, right? You know how I feel about white men? That's what you're saying? That's what that says to us. You're saying we are the oppressors of our race. Ask me how I feel about our oppressors. How could I not think you hate us? And then you take us being angry at Gail and make that an indictment that we hate all women. Why would you come to such a sweeping generalization? Yeah. And because you hate us. And um, I had um, did a post and I was talking to people on Facebook and I made a post saying, How the hell did Snoop calling Gail the B word mean all black men hate black women? And a woman came up post and said, So you excuse Snoop for threatening her? What? Nah. I said, How did Snoop calling her out of her name? equate to all black men hating black women. So you excuse Snoop, then?
1: No, I do not. No, not at no, all. No, you
0: have no idea how I thought about what Snoop did. <laughs> right. You have no clue. I didn't you didn't ask yet. He didn't ask that question. Right. My question was, how did what he said <laughs> right. mean that all of us hate all of you? And she's like, well, you should answer my question first before you answer before you ask me a question. And I said, literally... Um, I don't like what Snoop said. I understand it. I understand the pain. I understand the hurt. But him calling an elderly black woman a bunch of bitches and all that shit and, and alluding to threats, because he didn't threaten her. I don't want to go that far. Alluding to threats was uncomfortable and it was over. It was emotional and it was too much and it shouldn't have happened. Then she goes, Oh. And I'm like, But why did you think that I was there? Why, why, why did I have to explain where I was in order to ask a question? You know that? Because you hate black men. You think we're the devil. You have demonized us. You have called us the white men of our race. And we all know what white men have done.
1: Yeah. Um and and just to just to add to what news is saying, kickbackers, the reason why it inflames these types of emotions in men when you say those types of things is because we have been dealing with two sides of a lot of the same oppression, the same struggle. We have been facing a lot of very, very similar problems in this so-called country, America. You know, um, so to have like half of our people turn on us like this verbally is just really—it's a real struggle for us because if we can't turn to our black women for support in trying to get out of this bullshit then who the fuck are we going to turn to who who can we turn to when dealing with all of this crazy shit going on in our government all of these crazy fucking laws being changed, motherfucking cops out here killing us in the streets and shit. Who where is our family? Where is our familial base? Where is our where are our roots? Where do we go for support? Where do we go to rise up and to strive and to thrive if we can't rely on each other as a people new? That's the struggle here and that's the tough part because these types of inflammatory statements become counterproductive to the movement that we should all be working on right now. New. Right,
0: and we are not dismissing or putting to aside the black women who Thank feel you. the same way JB does. There are a number of black women who are like, who can we go to? Who's going to support us? Who's going to ride with us? Who's not going to call us bitches and hoes? Who do we have? I hear you, sisters. I've been talking to you all week. I've been talking to you for years. I hear you. I know you feel the same way JB does, but you don't fix that by going, well, since they call us bitches, we're going to say that they're the white man of the race. And you don't fix it that way. That's not how you fix it. And I'm not going to give you counsel on how to fix it. Right. Um, but like Dave Chappelle told you, ladies, I told you, this wasn't how it was going to work this way. You're not going to get your goal. And I said the same shit years ago on this platform when we had uh two female co-hosts, and um I say it again today. Uh hating us is not going to resolve the issue that some men have with hating you. Hating us back isn't gonna fix that. Um and hating the ones that love you back isn't gonna fix that. Yeah. If, for example, because it's only me and you here, if JB hates you and I love you, and then you hate me, hate both of us? You're just losing an ally, and he already hates you, so you're not gaining anything. Um, and that's why we say we we're leading with love. And um, so we do love you, and we are listening. And I and I made several posts, I hope showing that I'm listening. But I know even in those posts when I try to reach out to you guys on social media, you're still kind of like, whatever, you, 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 you hate black women, and I'm like, I don't. I have amazing black women in my life. Yeah. Like, I have amazing black women in my life. You know what I mean? So th- it's not a, a hate thing. Um, having said that, I want to move on yet again. So we've kind of gotten through the guilt thing. She was wrong. She shouldn't have done it that way. Snoop was wrong. He shouldn't have done it that way. Social media, everybody's wrong. We shouldn't be doing it that way. And I want to conclude this segment with prayers for Vanessa Bryant and those children. Because they're the real victims. I'm not a victim of this. Black women, you're not a victim of this. Gail King, you're not a victim of this. Oprah, you're not a victim of this. The victims are the families of those nine people that lost their lives. More specifically, the families of the, the Bryant family, the NBA family. Um, rest in peace to Kobe, Rest in peace to Gigi. They will be laid to rest on February 24th. Mm. So it'll be 02 for Gigi's number, 24 for Kobe's number, and 20 for the 20 years he played in the NBA. Ay. So let's celebrate Kobe. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. you know, the number two greatest shooting guard of all time, arguably the most skilled basketball player of all time, 18 time all-star. Uh don't give me Messing up the numbers, two times Finals MVP, <laughs> five time NBA champion, I think 18, 17 time All Defensive, you know the Black Mamba, and Gigi Mamba Sita. I'm my biggest, the biggest regret I have, or not regret, but the thing that really hits me the most is I'll never see her playing the WNBA.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, Kobe
0: got to live, you know, a portion of his life. Right, she did not.
1: Yeah, I, and that and that is arguably the biggest tragedy here. New is just the loss of such a bright, beautiful young lady, um, and. I mean she just has so much potential, you know. Um yeah. to hear to hear uh uh Lisa Leslie talk about uh Kobe talk about his daughter, he he, he you know proud poppy he's like she got it she got it like for real <laughs> like just all of that excitement I mean it's just such an incredibly tragic loss and we do have to celebrate his life as you said.
0: And Aisha, one of our uh beautiful Patreons Say, so, you know, we no longer have it because people's heads are so far up their asses, they can't take a step back in order to f- truly come together. And that's kind of what we're trying to do here today is take a step back. Take a step back. We have been doing shows like this. We covered the Me Too movement and rape culture in America long before it was the end thing to do. Absolutely. We were doing this two, three years ago. The ladies that were on the show with us, they they've been gone for years. So we were doing this years ago, and it wasn't their suggestion. It was my suggestion because of things that I was reading in the media and me trying to get a better understanding. And um, we'll continue to do our part. This isn't a, uh, like, normally we have women on the show to make sure we give that female point of view, and if not, we rely on our live audience to Mm -hmm. chime in and help Mm -hmm. us deliver that. But this isn't a show where you're just getting the man perspective and unga bunga. Like, we we love y'all. We love y'all
1: Always have We
0: love y'all
1: Always will We ain't
0: on that bullshit
1: Real talk We,
0: We just want you to understand That every black man Isn't on that shit yeah, I mean, if I,
1: if I can, New, just to give you an idea of who you're talking to right now. Um. Hold on. Mel
0: said, she's been gone one year and three months. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> Excuse the fuck out of us. <laughs> well, when we were
0: all together and all left. But we hear you, Mel. And I'm glad you're watching because you can actually substantiate yeah, what absolutely, we're saying. Absolutely. And after JB gives his point, we're going into a topic you brought up, Mel. Yeah. Something you brought up that I did some research on. And I think you'll be proud of your big brother. So we'll we'll get to that. But JB,
1: well, I mean, <clears throat> you know, uh, under understanding the importance of women, and pr- particularly the importance of Black women, um, in my life, and my own personal development, is something that's been around for me for decades. New again at Harvard. I was a, I was a part of the Black Men's Forum. We were a young group of men who created a event called the Celebration of Black Women at Harvard University. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, this was this was an event that focused on celebrating the influence and the power and the just the importance of black women in our culture. I mean, we had Gwendolyn Brooks and other famous people come and speak to Harvard University's campus. And at this point, the celebration of black women is still going on. It's been going on for over 20 years now. Wow. Yeah.
0: G- Excellent job, JB. Black men on Harvard's campus. Mm-hmm. Not Howard. Harvard. Harvard. Celebrating black women. That was gangster. I respect it, I ain't got nothing nothing to say about it. But um, I do want to address something that was brought to my attention. Um, I first saw it on a male's Facebook page, and then I saw it circulating like everywhere. And I was like, wait a minute, hold up, this ain't real. Um, And the meme was, uh, when Latin women, Latina women, get angry, they're called spicy and sexy. When black women get angry, they're called ghetto and hood rat and, and bitter bitches. And I was like, whoa. And they said the black men were the biggest culprit of this. And I was like, ain't no black man sitting around going, yo, yo, you know you know, when the Puerto Rican girl get mad, that shit's sexy. But when the black girl do it, she a bitch. I was like, nobody's saying that. And I was further educated by my beautiful sisters in saying that they're not saying that People are literally having that convo. Like, you know what I think about Puerto yeah, Ricans? Like, the you side know what by black comparison. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it's presented in a side by side comparison. I was like, what? <laughs> but what they're saying is, by happenstance, if a Latina woman gets angry, people just say it's spicy, fiery, feisty, sexy. But if a black woman does it, by happenstance, it's ghetto, it's hood, she a bit of bitch, all this shit. I'm, a, I'm gonna go on record right now saying, I hear you, and now I understand. Um, I can't agree with you, because I haven't witnessed it, but I believe you, and I'm not questioning it anymore. I hear you, you said it's true, that's all I needed to hear. Now I get it, it happens. It's stupid that it happens, it's disrespectful that it happens, it's fucked up that it happens, but it's obviously happening with fucking idiots, and I, and I don't mean just like like they could be you know they could have been to school with J B at Harvard. They're still a fucking idiot. Yeah. Or they could have been just some regular hood nigga. Still a fucking idiot. Or they could be a philosopher. Still a fucking idiot. If you're basing that, basing how you judge anger on race, that's just stupid. Um, I will say this: I love a little temper. I love fiery. I love feisty. And 98% of the women I dated is black. So I love it in black women. I don't do a lot of outside-the-race dating. So I don't, you know, I've had maybe a couple Spanish girls, and hey, they ain't no, no sprinkles, but I haven't noticed, like, a difference in their temperament, like, oh, with a Latin woman, and a black woman. And a, uh, I, it, that just doesn't exist for me, but I know it exists for you, and I know it exists for, I guess, other men. Um, but in my world, I like a woman with a little spice. I'm an aggressive nigga. I talk loud. I got a deep voice. uh, It's aggressive sounding. I'm an aggressive ass nigga. I'm passionate. I'm loud. Y'all see me on the podcast. So I can't have a timid woman. I can't have a woman that goes, okay, baby, yes. I need a woman that's going to be like, no, no. I like that shit. And And if she makes a good point and it's intelligent and she win or... You know, it doesn't have to win, but look, look at Siri, pussy getting wet. <laughs> <laughs> Siri just started opening up like, I'm feisty. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely
1: right. Yeah, and just, just,
0: just to end it before I pass to you, <laughs> yeah. JB. I do, um, I admire that attribute in women. I don't want nobody that's angry all the time, and I don't want nobody that's bitter, but I like, I love a little spice. I require a little spice. Um, just to say that. So sisters, niggas are saying that shit. They stupid as fuck. I know you gotta deal with it. I'm sorry you gotta deal with it. I wish you didn't have to deal with it. But um I'm I'm polyamorous. I'm ambiamorous. You can all just be with me. And then you ain't gotta worry about it. <laughs> I'm gonna like it. So uh JB.
1: Um let me let me start by saying honestly that that was something that I never really thought about. I gotta be, I gotta be real, um, and you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna belittle that comment by saying it's something that never really, you know, occurred to me or something that I've never really seen happen. Um, if you say that it's happening, then it happened. And that's enough for me and I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for how that would make you feel to hear that, you know what I'm saying? To hear that or to have to deal with that. That's fucked up. Um, the only thing I can promise you is that now that I am aware of it, I am going to be more aware of it. And if I hear it, I'm going to address it directly. If I hear some, oh, she going back to the ghetto? Whoa, what, you, what does that mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what, what? What are we talking about right now? <laughs> um, you know, that's that's the that's the thing that I can do related to this issue. New is I can I can make my <laughs> own commitment to be more aware of those situations and address them directly. If I encounter them, right? Because if you say it happens, then it happened, you know.
0: Yeah, I want to go over just a couple comments. Burger said, you know, um, she, you know, Gigi was very, very good at basketball. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Mill said thank you. You're welcome, Mill. <laughs> I, I listened. I told, I told you I listened. My ears are small, but I I be hearing shit. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm getting a kiss when I used to see me. Polly time. (laughs) 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 All right. So I wanted to make sure, we called the episode Trigger Warning, because we knew that some men would hear this, we're like, what? Y'all niggas, y'all trying to see? And we knew some women would hear it, like, what? And we wanted to make sure that y'all heard what we were saying. And that you came in with the level mind and no, you know, pre so that you could hear it. And if we got it wrong, you could correct us. But that you came in with love, like we said, right. with love. absolutely. So that you could, you know, and I even warned my dashiki. I was like, they're not going to be able to look at me as a nigga. I'm going to stand up here as an African black man from the Fulani tribe. Shout out to my family, Fulani. I, uh, trace it back. Um, The Fulani tribe, most most predominantly in Nigeria. You know, we'll get into that in another episode um, I just wanted to make sure so that we addressed it because I, I was getting very angry on Facebook, and I realized I was being part of the problem. So I had to take a step back and really look at everything. Yeah, and try to try to get us. It was like, do you want to be right now, or do you want to fix it? And I had yeah. to go, okay, fuck being right. Let's try to fix it.
1: Absolutely, and that's and that's the goal. That's what we want to do is fix these situations, fix our relationships with each other so that we can move forward. Because for us as a people, it's about a central movement, um, and I'm all I'm all for. I'm all for empowering women. I think that they deserve and should achieve as much power and respect and influence and everything as they can. I'm not even gonna say it should be equal because if you're better than a man, then you should do better than a man. You should get more than a man. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you know, providing providing that support is what I'm all about and what we're all about.
0: Factory. Now, you should say, hey, JB. Hey. Um, Berger said a lot of black men suffer from PTSD from birth, never getting treatment. Factory, I know I suffer from it. I'll, I'll say JB suffers from it. i let him speak for himself. Mm-hmm. But yes, we do. Yes, yes, we do. Um, now... We're gonna move on to some good stuff, y'all. We're gonna have some fun for the rest of the show. But we had to make sure we addressed this because it was on my heart, JB Heart, and we know it was on y'all heart. And we're not gonna let it go without speaking on it and without trying to bring it to a good place. So we all love each other, right? Uh virtual air hugs and we mic hugs. Are and shit.
1: Family. Ah. Uh-huh. I got all, all my
0: sisters, my, this, this, with me with me. I, I was trying to make it sisters and brothers. Yeah. We got, we got, got our sisters with us. We got all
1: five. I got all
0: my family with yep, me. Yeah. There you go there you, yeah. go. there you go. There you go. So our what the fuck story of the week. And it's a good one. Our sister, Erica Badu, that legendary Badu box. It's coming to an <laughs> apartment near you, goddammit. <laughs> so her new online store, Badu World, is going to sell incense that replicate the actual smell of her vagina.
1: And she's not kidding, y'all. She's not playing. Like she, she did the work to yeah, make she, sure she to bring
0: underwear, <laughs> right. used underwear that she had to make sure <laughs> so it got that exact moment. <laughs> now we've been making jokes on this podcast about Badu Box <laughs> for, for years. well, when it was a radio show for eight years. Cause yeah, we've been around eight years, going on nine. Yeah. How about that for you newcomers that want to use the name Kickback in your podcast title <laughs> and want to bite about, our shit? Can we talk about that, dude? Yeah, that bull- before we get into Erica yeah, 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 and yeah. you want to put vinyl records on your wall <laughs> to make it look like us, and you want to throw Kickback in your title,
1: come on people come on now now we've been in this game for decades I mean knew was a rapper I was a singer both of us were songwriters composers producers we Actors. know we know what it is to be in this entertainment business and we have worked our entire careers not to bite anybody's shit forgive the 80s term but it is what it is not to dick ride anybody like we do the research before we name an entity or an endeavor or event we do the research so that the name that we pick is our own and yep. nobody else's yep. i've done it several times where yep. i came up with a name was like oh shit no somebody owned a production company called black rose productions back in 1982 so we can't use that name um you know my band did that back in the 90s and we named ourselves solfage when we wanted to name ourselves something else cuz somebody else had the name fuck it like that's yeah, good. Like I was
0: going to change my name to Kobe Bryant, but he had it already. So I had right. to go with now to renew mom. It just was what it was. And Mel, I created Badu Box. You I'm talking about? I said, a trademark Badu Box. Nigga, I made it up. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's always the black women trying to steal for you. I'm playing. They're going to kill me, JV. Like, yo, we're going to get you. The, you just the, as bad as Snoop. Like, I'm playing, views I'm expressed playing.
1: by New The Mayor, <laughs> yeah. views solely expressed by New The Mayor, do not res- represent the views of a pod named Kickback or any <laughs> oh, of his shit.
0: affiliates. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. To the, the, try to give it, this trouble. You know what, though? You know what's crazy? That Badu box, I'm definitely gonna get those incense because I want it. But I'm thinking about the women that wanna smell it. They come over, like, Ooh, what's that smell like? That's, that's Badu box. <laughs> go, ahead and, go ahead and take your panties off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying she made it up. Male, I did not get Badu box from you. Absolutely not. Yeah, I,
1: Absolutely not.
0: I don't even know you I, referring yeah, to women's I, vaginas as boxes. I, I, you call I, vagina yeah. box?
1: You were, and I, I can stamp the, like, you were using the term Badu Box before we even, we met Mel. You. Yeah, like, we were even hanging with Mel
0: in Atlanta, so I don't even know. Box is know. a, D, well, Mel is from D.C., but Box is a D.C. term. Yep. He was calling that shit Badu Box before I got to Atlanta. Yeah. Just because of how niggas was acting. I she had Common in the lime green fishnet wife beater. You know what? I want a woman to put me in a line of green fist in their white feet. Her pussy that good? I want it. I want it. I want it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you throw it up in the air, it'll turn into sunshine.
0: Mel screaming at us. You did. Stop screaming at me, Mel. Yeah, uh-oh. You may
1: the Mel angry. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's Jamie fault. They, they, yeah. It's Snoop fault. It's Snoop and Gail did it, man. It wasn't me. Now that is a really neat product though. It man. was
0: Kale and Okra. Kale <laughs> and Okra?
1: What? What? Uh, somebody <laughs> called Gail Gale, Gale and Okra. About... <laughs> kale
0: and Okra. <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. What? Hey. <laughs> Shout
0: out to Kel and Okra. Hold up. Nation said it's definitely not a DC term. Y'all call pussy box when you from Nation? Box is the, Do y'all call pussy cock? That's a DC term. I, I, I don't. I, everybody trying to steal our slang. I don't like this. I don't like this. I, <laughs> I, I don't like it. Nation like where Bush Gardens has some damn well. I don't like that shit. But uh, anyway, so we, we will all be going online to get her pussy-scented incense, right? Yeah, that sounds interesting. I definitely want to try we, it We out. should definitely check that out. Our Donald Trump Set Up Stupid Award. I was going to give it to Mill and Naisha, but I'm going to be nice and not do that.
1: <laughs> so
0: we're going to give a Donald Trump Set Up Stupid Award to uh, JB's... Uh,
1: uh, yeah, you couldn't we, even come up with something. Uh, junior Usher, Junior, Junior, Wow,
0: you bringing Mount <laughs> Ephraim into this? Yep, really, yep, yep. really? You know, who's said Mount Ephraim <laughs> with Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj, <laughs> and they get to the set up stupid award. Oh my God, because yes. they were on Twitter and Twitter Children. fingers, tw- trigger fingers turned to Twitter fingers, just like <laughs> Mill got Facebook fingers, um, and what both got they, all of them got Facebook fingers. Um, Children. This shit was stupid. Children acting like children. Apparently, Meek has been making jokes about how Nicki Minaj's husband dresses, and somebody put up a a picture of the Jimmy Jazz mannequin and her husband, and they had a similar outfit on. (laughs) And Meek liked it. (laughs) They were saying he couldn't dress, basically, and uh, Nicki got mad and went off. Talking about Meek was this and that, and he was a bitch, and he was a sucker, and he was scared in the store, and he couldn't dress, and he had a bad body, and all this shit. And Meek was like, only thing you could do is try to assassinate my character. And she said, Meek beat women. And he was like, yeah. all you could do is say, I beat women. That's the only thing you could do to win. Everybody knows you're evil. The whole industry knows you're evil, and the whole industry don't fuck with you no more, and your bag is getting light, and that's why you lashing out and they went back and forth and back and forth and
1: then it started getting really personal
0: new like yeah.
1: really personal bringing up yeah and then Nikki was shit. like and that's why you was a junior usher
0: with JB at Mount Ephraim and I was like oh god
1: it got god, worse wow. than that
0: it, it just, got worse than that it just
1: got ugly yeah and it's like children like y'all you sound you sound like little kids right now like what the fuck are y'all doing um one thing that you brought up off the air when we were talking about this topic in Prepto New was that both of them had singles dropped recently. Yeah,
0: and, and they both had singles dropped Friday after all of that So drama.
1: maybe all of this dumb bullshit was just, Promo, you know, yeah. Are they yeah, still they're working that. together?
0: I don't know that they're working are they, are they together. Are they in a poly I don't me, know. About me, girl is pregnant and Nikki married. Are they in the poly queue together? I don't
1: know. I don't know about all of that. I don't know about all of that. But you know how when two prize fighters just start talking shit about each other to promo the fight? And they, they yeah. not, I don't think they just said, like, tomorrow I'm going to call you a punk and then you going to get him. You know, I don't think they've like rehearsed yeah. the shit yeah. They think this shit. Kinda just happens. I and think they, this and they just kinda, with it. yeah. I think this shit just kinda just happened, and they both ran with it, both for deeply personal and selfish reasons, and which which is why it looks the way it does.
0: Another thing, ladies, ladies have been saying, Meek going off on of Nikki. He must he's so in love with her, just like Future is with Sierra. Future don't give a no. fuck about Sierra. Cut your delusions of grandeur out. Yeah, and me I don't give a fuck about Nikki. Cut your really, delusions of grandeur really, really out. Really doesn't. Everybody don't want women back just because your man don't want you back. You trying to live vicariously through a celebrity. Let's end that narrative. Let's end it. Please, and if thank anybody you. wants somebody back, Nikki wants me back. She the one who made the whole huge deal and went off on him on she Twitter. Really did go crazy. So over let, let's a, cut that out.
1: Right. Over a silly and, ass and, and, joke. And for
0: those who can't tell, this is JB talking. This is my voice. I'm JB. I'm the gangster Geek. Can you hear me? New didn't say this.
1: Uh... I think they can tell the difference between our voices at this point. I don't don't think that was going to work. I don't don't think that was going to (laughs) work. We've known each other for 30 years and our voices sound completely different. Completely different. (laughs) Completely (laughs) different. See? 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 There you go. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Deoxyribonucleic acid. What? Deoxyribonucleic. Exactly. He was like, say it again. <laughs> say it again so I can get it right. Deoxy. Rival. Oh, <laughs>
0: well, now you're from Jersey. All right, nigga. Hey. Damn. Damn, hey. dirty Jersey. I hear you. what part of Jersey? Don't push your from the white part.
1: So? I'm saying she ain't
0: <laughs> no, you know what so i no, Don't try to jump out there. <laughs> but, um. Mickey Nikki, you get the Donald Trump set of Super Absolutely, water. shut up, man. Uh, absolutely, Le- leave that shit alone, please. Please. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to get a little bit into the Trump acquittal. JB, I'm gonna let you gangsta geek out on this. Um,
1: yeah, he was he was acquitted by majority vote. Um, to make a long story mm-hmm. short, uh, the vote wound up being, I believe. 52 to 49, somewhere around there. Um, the standout. was closer vo- than I thought. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, basically, all of the Democrats voted to convict, and all of the right. Republicans, except for one, voted to acquit.
0: Who, 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 how did they vote in Atlantic City? That's where i from. We need to know how they voted so we know what to think about her. <laughs> how did they vote in Atlantic City, JB? <laughs>
1: Well, Chris Christie um, is a senator uh, from New Jersey. He is also a Republican, so I'm assuming that he uh, he voted for a uh, for Trump. So,
0: so you voted for Trump. It all makes <laughs> oh, sense Lord. now. Oh, I get it.
1: Lord. and you a Libra. You sound you, you Sounding like them mm, <laughs> sounding like one of them right now, lumping her into that bullshit, uh-huh. uh, but anyway, uh guys, the standout was Mitt Romney uh, Mitt Romney, a senator from Utah, um former governor of Massachusetts. He is the one Republican who actually voted to remove Trump from office. He is the only one Republican who voted guilty. And one of the things that you hear in all of the news coverage and everything when they interview these guys is they say, oh well uh, you know, being impeached is a horrible thing for a president. He knows never to do it again. He he knows better than that. And it's like, no dumbass. Y'all just let him get away with trying to coerce a foreign government to investigate his political opponent. And y'all think that Just because the Democrats indicted him, he's going to know better now? He just got away scot-free with it. Right, right. (laughs) Like, this shit is just so
0: bass, awkward, and stupid, man. So, JB, you, you said something very interesting. You said that Mitt Romney was the governor uh Boston, he was he's a congressman. In, he was he was a senator in Boston.
1: No, he was a senator. He is currently the senator in Utah. But he, he
0: started as he was
1: the governor of Massachusetts. Governor of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. How the hell do you he swing that? Oh, they move around all over the place. I mean, think about uh, think about the Clintons. Uh, the Clintons were original. I mean, Hillary Rodham Clinton was originally from New York. They went to Arkansas because that's where Bill Clinton was from. Right,
0: she didn't do anything politically in New York. Well, I mean, she, she was a,
1: she was a first lady of arkansas i'm saying that these these guys move around all over the place so, not, so that's not weird yeah no not okay. at all okay. not at all okay. i mean especially considering the fact that mitt romney is actually from utah um the weird part was how he wound up in massachusetts but that's because he was working for one of the big comp- uh capital firms in massachusetts he had Dionysi, a lot of financial connection can
0: trump be impeached again yes if something else happens
1: yes absolutely Absolutely. They, you, can impe- you can impeach him as many times as you want to. The problem is that it's not going to do any goddamn good with the Republican uh, Senate. It just is what it is. That um, means
0: everybody needs to go vote?
1: Really? Real, real talk. In
0: your local elections for senator and congressman? And, I mean, that, we, we've done a good job of alerting you guys to when the elections are. Um, just follow it. Follow it up. You know, take action.
1: Do something. Yeah, the local elections are key. And we've said this many times before, but the local elections are where these Republican assholes are really trying to push through a lot of this stupid ass bullshit. That's where the abortion laws factor in, that's where the criminal laws factor in, all of these little things that affect our daily lives uh, in a very, very significant way. So, really, really be mindful
0: of what's going on. Absolutely. Uh, we're gonna move on to our Nipsey Hustle Award. Let's do it. Uh, we're giving the Nipsey Hustle Award to Yo got it. Yo got it. Yeah, man. And CMG Music. Uh, he just got out of his contract with his new album, which is cranking. Yes. Cranking,
1: yes. cranking.
0: Crankin'. His album is a damn playlist. Me and JB was talking about it last right. week. Right. He got some smooth shit. Got some twerk shit for the ladies. He got some turn up shit. He got some thought provoking mature content on it. It's a
1: complete work. And um, all with him,
0: percentage. is artist uh Moneybag Yo, Black Youngster, uh Black Boy JB, not this JB, but Black Boy JB <laughs> and um Migo, not the Migo's, but me go singular. Um, they're all doing very well. And he just recently purchased his masters. He talked about um talking to Jay Z. He's on Rock Nation. Uh, yeah definitely give it up for that round of applause. <laughs> He asked Jay-Z, you know, they were trying to offer him a lot of money to keep the masters going forward because he's out of his deal, and he asked JB, should he take that check or should he spend the check and buy his masters back? And Jay-Z was like, you're Yo Gotti, right? If you got the money, go fucking buy it. Absolutely. Own your
1: shit. Absolutely. And
0: he went and purchased it, so he owns his masters 100%. Not many people do. Jay-Z does, uh, 2 Chains does, Yo Gotti does- you know, a handful of others. And um, it's great to see him boss up like that. And it's great to see that his music, the message in his music is slightly changing. He still want to get you to turn up music. Still want to get you the good shit doesn't get you hype. But he's giving game. He had a song called Big Homie Rules, which is the rules you supposed to be giving your little homies. And he's basically telling dudes how to get out of the street game and go legit. And this is like, man.
1: Yeah, you got to love it. And you got to love, um, him buying his own masters, man. That's just gonna be the gift that keeps on giving. Yep. You know whatever however many millions and being that he's Yogati, you know it wasn't a small deal that they offered him. They right. probably right. offered him north of ten million dollars for yeah. his for his yeah. masters, easy. You know, but then you look at that body of work and you look at what we call residual income new, and that's what your masters become for you, right? And ladies, that's you, like
0: multiple orgasms. Right. Going
1: to be. <laughs> because he can redistribute Distribute that any way he wants to. He can he can handle his own, own licensing in terms yeah. of commercial media, mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. All of that money is his forever. You know what I'm saying? Ever, ever? It's ever, like ever? Ha- owning your own masters is like owning land. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't go away ever. You can forever pass it
0: down to your kids and, and your, your grandkids, great grandkids, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. your side chick. You can just pass that shit along. <laughs> so shout out to your guy that you win our Nipsey Hustle Award for the week. Yeah. Um, our Netflix and chill pick. Um, our star with cheaters, uh, Peter Guns from Love and Hip Hop Fame, <laughs> who's been known to cheat. <laughs> I think the band was really in a thruple, but you know, for T V <laughs> yeah. him cheating and getting two women pregnant at the same time. Um, he's gonna be the host. Of the new cheaters, <laughs> and that mean it's gonna have a hip hop swing too. It's gonna have oh. some niggas involved. Yeah, I might watch it because see this is always a funny show. Yeah, yeah. But with him on it, I'm like, yo. You gotta love this it. This shit gonna
1: be fun. He, and he's tweeting and going crazy, promo on the new roles, saying, What better person to have hosted cheaters? Than Peter Gunn he said that straight up <laughs> on Twitter. I love that shit. I love it, man. Shout out to him, man. Best of luck with the show. Um yeah. <clears throat> Uh so the other one new is uh there's a movie coming out right like yeah, uh, a romantic a romance
0: woman. Romance movie mm-hmm. a black love story movie. black love story mm-hmm. with uh Issa Rae and LaKeith Stanfield and it's called The Photograph. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I'll give you a little bit of the premise uh Lisa, Issa Rae's character's mother takes a picture you know it's one of those pictures that goes viral people decide to do a story on it you know decades later and the reporter that's doing the story on it goes to interview Issa Rae. And that's Lakeith Stanfield, of course, interviewing Lisa, Issa Rae. And they spark a relationship, spark a friendship. And it was out of nowhere. And it's just, where does it go? Right. Um, I love love stories. We done made jokes about me in and rom-coms and love stories on this show for, for years. I do love it. I love love stories because I've never been in love like that. And I think that shit is just the best thing ever, and I can't wait to get there. And so I love watching movies about it because I'm fascinated with. I'm almost obsessed with like, oh, he really like her. Oh, she love him. Oh, shit, they did this. Oh, this is crazy. And I'm always just enamored with it because right. it's I, it's beautiful, nigga. Like, and, and it's something that's eluded me. So I look at those movies and I kind of like live vicariously through them. And That's why I like them so much. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. It drops on Valentine's Day. I'm going to be at Polytown or some shit, but I'll see it in the next sometime in February, I guess.
1: Yeah, definitely want to check that one out. I mean, love stories are great. Black love stories are even better, though. So looking forward to that one, for sure. For show.
0: Yeah, man. And uh, let me see. So we got uh, music. I just want to say really quick for music before we get out of here. We have a pod name Kickback Playlist. Yes. It's on Spotify and it's on Apple Music. Testify. You can go and grab it. A pod named Kickback Weekly because we update it every Friday when new music comes out. So that's all the new R and B, all the new rap, with a couple, you know, older songs, and every now and then a throwback. Um, the best hip hop and R and B, and in uh, um, uh world beat, or what they call it nowadays. They used to call it world beat. He used to call it dance hall. Um, Bad Bunny and all them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you I know what I'm talking about. Um, so we include all of that in it, and um, the playlist is is great. Y'all love the fuck out of my choking stroke playlist. You'll love this one too. Choking stroke playlist got like a hundred followers. I pine keep that playlist got like ten. If something needs to change, you fucking freaks. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that anything
1: needs to. Change. I mean, it sounds like you guys are enjoying yourselves, so that's, <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, um, but name right. uh, <laughs> some of your kids after me. Name them a new. Yeah, but that you know that that daytime music, that drive time music, daytime drive time. Let I me mean, just turn us on. Check us out, man. A pod named Kickback. Everywhere we are great audio. The podcast, the playlists, all of that shit, man. Tune in and turn up with
0: us. That's right, subscribe to The Vibe. And so you know, we have a Patreon account. Yes. Where if you want to support, you know, podcasting is free. There's, there's no money coming in um, unless we do live shows, which we're working on. Yes. But another way we get income is if you subscribe to The Vibe on patreon.com. P A T R E O N.com slash a pod name kickback. Yo. You can donate $2 a month, $4 a month. Or $7 a month, and that will get you exclusive content depending on your tier. There's exclusive content on every single tier, but, of course, the $7 tier has more than Absolutely. the $2 tier. Absolutely. But um, you can subscribe to The Vibe, get extra episodes, extra interviews, extra every fucking thing, um, and you can support us, which I think is the main thing. A lot of people say, well, how do we support you, new JB, how do we support you guys? We watch every week. But uh, these lights that we have up, these microphones, the equipment you see JB fiddling with over there, yeah. these podname name Kickback Cups, yeah. my clothes, JB t-shirts, all that shit costs money. Yeah. So if you want to support, subscribe to The Vibe on Patreon, patreon.com slash name mm-hmm. Kickback. We appreciate you for tuning in. Sisters, I hope you heard us. I hope we represent it correctly. Brothers, I hope we did a good job in, in serving what our goal is. And sisters, I hope you heard it, received it, and appreciated it. And um, still fuck Gil King, though. <laughs> it's still yeah. rest in peace, Kobe and Gianna, and Indeed. all of the families that were lost in that tragic helicopter crash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at midnight, I'm watching... Uh, power, Power. Mm -hmm. JB. I'm going to find out who killed Ghost. I'm going to tell you now now because when this comes out, you would have... The episode would have already been out. My guess has been all season well, since he got shot. Is this the finale? This is the finale. Hey. My guess has been that Tasha and Tariq were working together because Tariq told... Because uh, Vincent told Tommy, how do you think I found you? Your godson Tariq. So Tariq set Tommy up and I know Tasha has been mentoring him, and I assume that they set up Ghosts as well. What I think happens is that Tasha freaks out like, shit, I can't let Tariq do this. And Go is down there to stop him, but it's too late. And when Tommy looks up with the gun, he sees Tariq and Tasha. He's like, what the fuck? And then he doesn't shoot because t- Ghosts says don't. That's my theory. If I'm wrong as fuck, you will be able to watch this episode and go, you were wrong as fuck. <laughs> if I'm right... Give me my goddamn credit, because it is Saturday at 7.53 p.m., and I haven't watched it yet. So we're going to see what happens. Um, Happy Monday! Monday. It is a brand-new start of a week. I want you guys to get out there, go hard this week, get that money. It is the second week of February. It is the second month of the new year. It is the second month of the new decade. No bullshitting. No being lazy. Handle your goddamn business. Do what you gotta do. And I'm talking to you like I'm talking to me. I had my mentor tell me um, last Friday that he was impressed by my work and he didn't know that I would be this thorough and this good. Hey, I there want we you go. guys to hear that same thing from whoever your mentor is, whoever your boss is, whoever your big homie is. I want y'all to hear that too. I'm not gonna rest on my laurels. I'm going to fuck them up next week by doing an even better job. And I'll have my own agency this summer. And I want you guys to have whatever your heart desires by the summer. Fuck it as well, god damn it.
1: God damn right. Good night and God bless y'all.
0: Oh, now you should say, spoiler, she killed ghosts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love and Mero, it. And
0: Mel said we it. had a good show. And <laughs> we're we going to get you all these mugs. Uh, we don't have the girl that made the mugs. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. We'll figure it out. But um, thank you guys for tuning in. We love you, sisters. We got you, brothers. We got you. Kobe Gianna, rest in peace. Rest in peace to all the families that want a helicopter. And shout out to our people, the strongest people on the motherfucking earth. Goddamn right. Uno, we out. Let me do my my, my Jones JB Mamba out. Mic drop.